So, the year is 2003, and it's about to get serious. What's happening? The Razor is back. The Razor? Yeah. Just announced, hot off the presses. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I recall the Razor being a flip phone that people loved talking about but hated using. Well, Motorola thinks they've got something here, and it's called the Razor. (laughs) I guess it's okay to bring back old brands. Yeah. Stiff competition, though. It is, yeah. With that, uh, that that one smartphone. Yeah, that that four million devices in a. In a oh phone. my god! I just don't get it. You know? What I don't get is the downgrade after the four million devices sold. I don't get it at all. Like, how come? How can a phone that looked like the previous phone? Well, you know, okay, I get it because really, when you have a whole other carrier in the game, that's got to add there. like at least hundreds of thousands of people i don't know the metrics but i wonder how much sprint is actually doing like it said it was their best-selling sales. device like the hottest but they're not saying anything day. right completely mum uh i don't think all they've said was that that was their best opening day with the iphone 4s was the best sales day they've ever had hmm. so it means something i guess for once people are looking at sprint yeah, well, even though people are starting to hate it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's exactly what I've seen on a couple of articles already. Like, people thought, oh, these really cheap prices. And they get an iPhone in, it's going to be cheap service. Well, you get what you pay for. Okay, well, what, how long has this podcast been going for? Okay, I guess it's time to start the show. This is Weekly <laughs> <Yes>. Download, episode number 17, pre-combine edition. Yeah, pre-combine. So, for those of you who are local or maybe wanting to be local this weekend... The Combine, which is a fantastic tech event, um, something that happens only in big cities, is coming to Bloomington, Indiana, and Weekly Download will be there. So check us out, find us, talk check to us. Check out, I'm sure we'll, we'll post a few articles over what we hear and see and interesting people that we meet over the weekend. And we'd love to talk about the stuff that you guys are so excited about because we're just excited. So find us there and we'd love to talk to you about sponsorships, which, hey, we're still taking them. Always. So check us out, weeklydownload.com slash sponsorship for more information. So number 17, we're rolling along. Uh, our top download for this week is, of course, the iPhone 4S. And it's hotcake-like selling practice. So I've been watching, you know, we've both been kind of watching the news. And, of course, it, it was going to sell big, of course, because it's Apple and they have those grandiose events. It's going to be something awesome. But this particular article that we linked to on Weekly Download kind of just speaks to what the growth actually was. Because, uh, I mean, brilliant analysis by Dan Fromer here. He took he made a graph of the individual iPhones on their release and what happened in the first weekend. So the first iPhone in two days, and that's what they said, only two days of the press release. It had, I guess, according to the graph, like about 200 million. No, I'm sorry, not 200 million. 200,000, uh, you know, about selling. Roughly 250,000, 200,000, right. somewhere in there. Okay. So then the 3G comes out and they sell a million. The 3GS comes out and they said over 1 million, which is interesting, but he because he made the graph look pretty much exactly the same, which theoretically it seems that the 3GS would sell more if there was a correlation here. Right, but right. I guess not. Anyway, the iPhone 4 came out and it sells over 1.5 million. So in comparison to the original phone, it's basically quadrupled more so than quadrupled the original iPhone. And we thought that was amazing, right? People right. standing oh, yeah. in lines for days, you know, yeah. camping out, famous guy from Texas. And, you know, it was a dramatic redesign, and 
it rightfully deserved a little bit of attention because of all the packed new features with the iOS 4 in it. I mean, now we've got iOS 5, which is even better, but iOS 4 was something groundbreaking. Apps are now a big deal. So, of course, you had to expect the iPhone 4 to sell a lot. And again, this is only on AT&T up until this point. Right. Right. Well, this I, is yeah, the first correct. weekend launch is only iPhone fours on AT and T. Well, iPhone and, four did have internationally a lot of a lot of carriers. But this is the first weekend, which that means the rollout wasn't that big. Right. 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 Now with core competencies in mind, international deals, and with two additional car- carriers, right. The iPhone four S on Verizon Sprint, AT and T combined, sells four million in the first weekend. Four million. Wait, this is only U.S. sales? Was that? Uh, I know. I mean, it may what, not yeah. be. Because it well, looks it's... like uh, seven countries. This this hit. Okay, so it's not. But so you you so obviously that number is a little skewed, right? So it says Verizon with the addition of Verizon Wireless and Sprint more than doubled Apple's potential reach to roughly two hundred and forty million subscribers, up from ninety million at AT and T. A while ago, a year ago, so they've sold four million devices now in the first weekend. I'm sure they, I'm sure they're up to five million by now, and I, I don't know, maybe not. But the fact is, if you consider ratios, it's really not that big of a deal. Right. But because they sold such a big number, and because you can spin it in a marketed way, it's a huge deal. And I mean, the stock is else. up like crazy right now. Too. It's still going. I think now it's starting to starting to take like a little bit of a downturn. But, uh, well, I mean, I just check, like, if you, okay, he's going to pull out his phone now and tell me it's down four points. We'll see. How much? I got to search for it. You don't have it in your favorites? I haven't. Some Apple fan you are. (laughs) Okay. But we're unbiased here. Anyway, (laughs) some other, some other statistics. They were Um, 42068 at 1443. The most ever for a phone in opening three day sales. Wait, what was the number? 420 it's down or it's up it's up 69 cents okay well it was down earlier anyway it's almost it's almost as many apple sold in the entire christmas quarter of 2008 when it sold 4.4 million iphones almost half as many in 2009 and a quarter as many in 2010 so it's the same like literally it is insane so it's a lot it's a lot going on but i mean keep in mind when you have that big of a subscriber base and you've got the pre-orders down to a process right you are going to have those kind of sales but it appears that they're so busy right now too that they are no longer taking walk-in customers and now they're just doing reservation only right and what's even more interesting is that there is still such a peak demand that apple can't meet it anymore so I was reflecting on this and thinking about how the change of guard from Steve Jobs to Tim Cook and the kind of gambles that you won't see. And this is one of those examples of a, of a conservative move right. that is very Tim Cookian in that you see an iPhone 4S, which is basically the old iPhone with a, a few changes that people almost expect that they almost, it has to be there. Now, the Siri thing is kind of a new thing that may be the main pull, in my opinion, of the phone. But you would think with the same manufacturing process, just a different chip, that they would be able to pump these out like hotcakes. But as it turns out, the demand is so high that the supply is still it's not still, matching it. still can't keep up. So is this a failure on Tim Cook's part? Eh, see, I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I mean... If you can't keep up with demand, like how what what else can you really do? Like I mean, 
Well, you You've can got build so many... more factories and you can do more stuff. I'm, I mean, that, meanwhile, that, we read the news. Game. Well, we meet, we, meanwhile, we read the news of like acquiring Dropbox and other things like that. There's millions of dollars that could have been pumped into to a factory, something like that. And that, and you would think with all that cash that Apple's sitting on, you just, you know, why aren't they doing anything? Like, if they have such a demand and they know that's going to happen, and Tim Cook says, okay, well, let's not sell the iphone 5 with the teardrop design let's sell this one first and i think it really was for this exact problem then clearly there's a gap there that they just didn't meet yeah but i mean look at how many devices they're pumping out and they didn't have to like worry about those factories i mean if i was sitting at apple i would know well hey the iphone 4 sold about 1.5 million i would expect at least 3 million of these sold if there's a continuing you know you know doubling that's still an extra million on your estimate yeah i know i know i'm off but like the fact of the matter is then you if i considered the other two carriers so on and so forth it just seems obvious to me that they should have known this was coming and they probably did but yet they're still not there i don't know if it has i don't know if the disasters in uh japan or any of the other thing or or any of those things kind of have to affect with it but it's certainly interesting to see an article that posted earlier this morning that we haven't linked to yet on the uh, the MacBook cases too, with the exactly, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens there because a factory did have to shut down that produces sixty percent of the uh, aluminum unibodies. Right. So a lot going on with the manufacturing process, but hey, you know, kudos to Apple selling four million phones. That's cool. I mean, of course, it it makes me kind of sad on the one hand that no other phone is doing this right now. But really, if you if Apple can't even meet the demand, How's how the would anybody else? Right. Like, how would a razor? throwback as it may be meet this it just seems impossible well, i think it's a little tougher with the other care with the other brands especially the android devices because there's so many android devices to choose from i think you have some difficulty figuring that out so in other news um we've got a new social network coming into the realm of but how new is existence? it really when we look at when we went over and looked at it so this website is called chime.in you can see it now when i checked yesterday i had like a exclusive 404 access error so apparently it was completely blank which is terrible when the news article links to it and you try going there yeah and it's that's not probably there. not your best decision so now you can see it and chime.in join chime.in and connect around your interests and you can sign in with facebook or twitter if you don't have one you can create a chime.in account and looking at it it looks like google plus with some fancy buttons basically And I can thumbs up one individual things. I can reply, and I have no idea what this button does. Oh, save. Okay. I've always wanted to save the things that you have to say. And I guess people are talking. I guess these are real people or just demos. Probably just demos. Well, it looks like you can check out. We can see who's chiming. So I don't recognize any of these people. Uh, There's a baby chiming, apparently. So I guess I think the goal when I was reading this, is supposedly solved the signal-to-noise ratio, which I've talked about in a previous you know, podcast and right, posted and about. Article. Yeah. So basically it's going to try and put everything together in one stream, which, hey, it's a good idea, but when I look at it, it's not telling me where the content is coming from. Like, is it a Facebook post? Was it a Twitter post? Was Who it was it? Chime-in post? I have no idea. No idea. And maybe that's a good approach or not. I just think that if the only way I would have known about this was reading, hey, guess what? No one's going to know about this. And it's going to suffer the same Google Plus problem 
Probably where... worse, because, I mean, no one knows about Chime.in at all. Like, yeah. well, what anyway, drives you to Chime? I guess I'll check it out and see right. what's going on with that. You can report back. I'm not checking it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, this is from Bill Gross, the same person who came up with AdWords. So if an ad man came up with it, am I interested? I don't know. Anyway. Mm. Uh, so Dropbox. I really enjoyed that... Uh, Little anecdote. That, yeah, that, that slap in the face Steve Jobs gave with the, you're not even a real company, you're just a feature. I completely agree. I, I kind of agree. But. I, they're, okay, they are making $240 million <clears throat> off of pure, like, word-to-mouth advertising, and only the only way that they make money is through subscribing and buying more space. So we know that cloud space storage is really important. But when Apple comes into the ballpark and says, hey, you can have it for free, you can have five gigabytes for free, and right. Dropbox says you can have two, and it just works, who's going to win here? I, I, it, I, see I cannot see how Dropbox is sustainable anymore if iCloud becomes a big deal. Now, I already use Dropbox, so and now we're going to be interrupted by people trying to fix the lock out there. I don't think so. Are you sure? They not they know not to come till three. It's fourteen fifty. Pause the thing. Okay, so I think we're good. I think so. Okay. Uh where are we? Um So yeah. So Dropbox, it's a feature. I don't really know if it's gonna be successful. I don't know if it's going to continue on, especially with iCloud. A lot of people use it and I'm not gonna deny that. I think this feature, though, does bring into light some lingering questions that a lot of people have, like, what's the future? Where's the revenue coming on? What if this goes public? What's Apple going to do about it? Just so many different things that, like, right now, the model's sustainable. But in the future, if other people start jumping on the cloud, right. you know, bandwagon, which Microsoft kind of were the, one of the first people saying the word cloud like a hundred times in your face yeah and then apple's kind of now there it's only a matter of time till google comes like really plays the cloud drive a little bit more amazon's in the cloud everybody's got a service and everybody's got something i think the thing that dropbox has that other people don't is the simple we are ubiquitous and, and we connect folder, with right? everything yeah and you don't have to do anything once you install it. I think that box.net or whatever is trying to do that same thing a little bit. And they're giving you 50 gigs for free if you have an iPad or an, I, really? an iOS device. Yeah, so I grabbed 50 gigs for free. Huh. So we'll see how that works. Um, well, you have to maybe do a cloud comparison. Yeah. Uh, moving along, apology. And <laughs> file this under the apologies that shouldn't happen. RIM is offering free premium app and a month of tech support. Because there was a recent outage for... So, what I gathered from this is, you can get one month of free tech support if you're willing to accept the fact that probably once a year, your device is not going to work at all for like two or three days. Literally, I'm pretty sure this happens almost yearly. Like, this is beyond ridiculous at this point. Well, I mean, it's just a sign of a company that had legs like, cut yeah. off, really. So... Sorry about everyone who has Blackberries. Maybe it's time to make that switch. Uh, maybe. Yeah, these are some pretty good apps, though. Bejeweled. Hey. <laughs> what more could one ask for? Shazam Encore. As if I can't get that for free in other ways. And speaking of free, the freemium model, another great Dan Fromer uh, post. 
He looked at the top 25 highest grossing iPhone apps and then highlighted the ones that are free. And of them, there are 14 of 25. So a little bit more than half of the apps available that have in-app purchasing are high-grossing apps. Right. That is amazing to me. And I don't even know if iAd is included in here, and I don't think he he said that too. Yeah. I don't know if Apple includes iAd revenue or any other ad revenue for that matter. Right. Like they they unf- probably can't. I was going to say, I feel like it'd be unfair to add that ad revenue in. But if they could... <clears throat> You know, then you would have to think Words with Friends probably has a little bit more in there. Uh, probably all of them in some right, capacity. Right. But what I found intriguing about this list is that I think 80% of them are games. And every single highlighted one is a game. Right. There's just so, a ton of in-app purchasing. Available. So an in-app purchase is designed, or a lot of people are using it primarily in games to buy tokens, to buy extra items, to buy things that expand your gaming experience. But what happened to in-app purchasing in other apps? Like maybe would people accept that kind of thing? Like pages and keynote having in-app purchases for certain features? Right. It's weird uh, to me that not a single reader app is on the like ones that had to com- that that are still in the app store that comply with That's not interesting. Them. People don't read. I guess. Come on. I guess. I just I would never buy a game. Well, what token. about this GPS app, for example? That's not doesn't have in-app purchasing. Why not have maps? Yeah, like an update or something where you can in-app purchase. Right? Yeah. I wonder if he even looked. I'm sure he looked at it. But my point is, is that it's working, but it's only working in games, really. It's not, it's, it's, it's time will tell if other people start to put in, in app, like, like for example, the news media article, the newsstand article, the, right, that, right. that app, that's not on here, but supposedly it would be one of the highest grossing because it's just a, it's an app that's a folder. Right, right. And some of the other, like, like Kindle, that is primarily built on in-app purchase. And that's what I meant. Like, that's what I was talking about. Even though, even though they, it's not through Apple, it's just through Amazon. That's right. the difference, right? So I think that there are other apps on here that are not being said. But still, I think this is an interesting metric. So, hey, if you developers out there, maybe particularly going to be at the Combine this weekend or are interested in making a game, don't price the game anything higher than $0.99. Cents just put and just put some purchasing. stuff in there. That people would be interested in coming back and saying, hey, have yeah. Have you ever done any app purchasing for games? Uh, no. Neither have I. I have not. And that's because I prefer the whole package when I play it. Oh, I agree. Like, I would rather just buy it all up front. But right. I think that we're probably in the minority there. Hmm. Clearly. So, what else? So, we got Google Plus, Hulu, and... Okay, well, let's stick with the iPhones and finish this topic off. So... All right, so as usual, we're less than a week after the release date, and already we've got another another uh, leak, so to speak. iPhone 5 is supposedly on schedule for the summer launch. Okay, whatever. I, I just don't buy it, like... And we're moving on. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> okay, Google Plus has implemented real-time search, finally, quote-unquote, and it uh, supports hashtags, which, hey... Uh, Twitter. Probably a good idea. Yeah, I mean, you know, but poor Twitter. Twitter yeah, so, so basically, I tried this out. So if you're in Google, if you're in Google Plus now, and you make a post, you can put a hashtag on it, and you can click on the hashtag, and it links to the stream. Blah 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 blah. Obvious implementation. What does this mean for Google Plus? Anything? Nothing. See, I, I don't think it means anything. 
Mm. You, you really think this is going to like change? Everyone's going to be like, oh my goodness, I can hashtag now. Yeah. Uh, forget you, Twitter. It ought to be automatic. For God's sakes, Google has the best search engine and the best quality crawling in the business. Why yeah. isn't this automatic? Uh, you're asking the wrong guy. I mean, well, what's cool, though, is if you are on Google+, Plus. let's see if you're signed in. If you're not, this will... No. Oh. Someone is. Someone else is. So I'll sign in here really quick, and you can see what I'm talking about. So on Google+, Plus, if I search for a particular thing, like let's just search download, I can see everything that has to do with the word download. Looks like it's ones that... I'm oh, <laughs> very obviously talking about download. Man, all of these are about iOS 5. But anyway, what's cool is I can save the search, and it, boom. I can always use it. It's kind of like a stream now. Hmm. But I can't share from there. I can't add to the discussion. That's pretty limited. Uh, exactly. And then, like, from there, you know, I can filter it by a few different things, which is great. I think it's a good start, but... Ultimately, there needs to be more implementation with that. And then the hashtag thing, I don't see the difference between that and hashtag download. I'm sure actually that would be even worse. Oh, didn't really Same do anything. Thing. So so all the more reason why there's absolutely no point in having the hashtags at all if the, you get the same effect. Right. But hey, for those of you who are still on the Google Plus bandwagon, I guess you have... Best of luck, first of all. going for you. Finally... Hulu's owners are calling off, or basically, this was a while ago. This was about five days ago. But they confirmed that they are no selling. So they pulled a Dropbox and said, nope. I think they're screwing up. You think so? We see the trouble Netflix is getting into. (laughs) Um, I just, I would probably take the cash, walk away. The thing about... Hulu to me is it's a it's a it's a solid basis for content that I need right away and probably won't go away or won't be there won't be anything added to it if it gets on Amazon or Google or anything else. I mean they've already built the that content relationship with I guess now apparently it's Comcast, Disney and News Corp. They all own it. So there's nothing to be added by being acquired. The only thing, the only people who win in an acquirement at all, by the way, is the people who acquired the company, right? Right, right. The companies themselves don't really see much of an increased revenue from it. They just see an immediate short-end return. So if Hulu has a great plan over the next few years to gain revenue in some ways, then I say totally don't sell. But... From what I see, it's pretty stagnant. Nothing's really mean, changed. Right? Yeah. So that's the problem. Like, it's not about the content per se. It's about the marketing and the strategies that they haven't really implemented that perhaps a service like Amazon or Google could help with. I mean, or they maybe they've got some plan up the trick up the sleeve and they're going to hire a new marketing team or something. Let's see. Uh, the fundamental tension is what let Hulu. What is the fundamental tension? Hulu said it's on track to generate $500 million in revenue. Huh. Well, I wonder how they're going to do that other than advertising. Yeah, it doesn't really say. No one would tell us anyway. Yes, that's true. Do you use Hulu? I don't. Do you use Hulu? Nope. (laughs) 
I mean, again, I but we're probably Hulu. in the minority, right? Like, the fact of the matter is, if I didn't have cable, I would buy a Hulu subscription. I don't have cable. I have cable. Well, you don't like TV either. I guess that's true. Like, if you wanted movies, you go to Netflix. Yeah. Or yeah, I go to Quickster Netflix. or Netflix. Or whatever they're calling whatever themselves they this, are. this hour. So, but when it comes to Hulu, the only reason I would go there is for TV. And because I won't, don't watch TV, I don't care about Hulu. And maybe nobody will because things are more on demand anyway. Right. So. I don't know. I guess another one of those. You know what I think is interesting is that are they being undercut by, uh, say, Comedy Central, for example, who's putting their content on for free? And I mean, something I think NBC still or ABC, one of those two does that. And Fox puts it on a week, like eight days later, you can watch episodes of House, I know. So what's the point? Of have who that's that's always my point. I just wait a week and I'll watch my episode of House that I like to watch. Uh, you still watch that? I, I do. Huh. I season seven was horrible for anyone who hasn't gotten that far or wants to chime in on that later. I but do need to check right. that out. Season eight is all right. And your fans kicking on. Yeah, I has your MacBook Air any problems? Because mine's been revving up the fans all the time. It does it from time to time, usually with Dropbox indexing. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> listen to this guy. Yeah, hey, I'm just times. saying. I, I, I think I'm going to move everything off. Well, the only reason I don't move everything off is because it's so easy to share the stuff with other people. Bingo. There you go. And there's I mean, the real kicker. You still can't access like iCloud from anywhere. Like, well, in the sense that you can't just pop open a website and grab the full the files that you need. You can't. No. I mean, you can, you can get iWork files. Let's let's log into iCloud.com and what's it me.com because I'm going to miss the iDisc because it's what I loved about well you still have it yeah for a little while but it will go away okay signing into iCloud here and we're good so now here's my calendar got a lot of stuff going on iWork listen to that fan man I know. What the heck is going on? iCloud for pages. And this is huh. this is what and I And that's it, huh? Yep. So to me, I Well I guess so the only way I can use iDisc is if I'm <laughs> on me. Right. Well that's pretty lame. I think my computer's gonna blow up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well we should probably end the podcast then. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. To save Chris's laptop, we will stop recording now. Uh, tune in next week uh, where we'll talk about our findings from the Combine and some cool startups and hopefully someone would love for us to review it so if you want us to review your product or check us out or maybe sponsor us because we're probably going to need a new recording machine after this podcast probably need a new laptop yes so weeklydownload.com click on the sponsorships link Uh, we're also available on iTunes and I'm getting a phone call so with that tune in next time thank you